I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. Take a page out of other business leaders' playbooks and get candid advice from Chris Ronzio. People, processes, productivity, and how to organize your life around it all. In part one of this live webinar, Chris spoke to the EO New Zealand chapter. And in this webinar, he talks about how to get your business out of your brain, when to document first, what to document, and how to document the most important SOPs in your business. Let's uh, let's make the most of our time together. So thank you again for the intro. Uh, I am an EO member here in Arizona, also a YPO member. So I feel like a, a, just part of your community. And I'm so excited to be here today to talk to you about getting your business out of your brain. So you can all see this little helmet with the wires. If I could fast forward train you all five years, 10 years into the future, I think this is the product I would want to create because how cool would it be if we could just put on a hat and suck out everything we know about our business and then put that hat onto our new people to teach them what we do. That's that's the goal, right? I, I think I would buy one of those. I bet you would all buy one of those too. So that's what we wanna do. That's what we're gonna talk about today, but it's, it's a little easier said than done. In fact, running our businesses most days, I think feels a little like, like this. You've got just this feeling of free falling. It's hard to catch your breath. And this is actually me last time I visited New Zealand uh, with Skydive Lake Wanaka. So I spent a bunch of time on the South Island and uh, and had the, the fun of doing some pretty cool activities. And this is kind of what it feels like day to day in our companies with just things coming at us and you can't catch your breath. But if you can figure this out, if you can document how your business works and empower other people and then just step back and watch, the view is actually pretty nice. And so that's what we're after today. That's what we're going to talk about. So first, I want to just take a quick snapshot from each of you. I'm going to show you three scenarios. And I want you to think about if you never went back into your business, whether you are remote or you have a physical location, if you never went back in to your business, if you just kind of retired today, what would happen? Number one, would it crumble by the end of the year? Would it just fall apart and fail and it wouldn't exist anymore? Number two, would it just start to slowly sink little by little, sink, sink, sink until it's gone? Or number three, they just wouldn't need you again. And you'd be living your best life, retired, making money, cash and checks, going to the mailbox. So I want you to use the chat here and put into the chat, where are you? One, two, three, where do you think your business would be? <laughs> 2.5, I like it. Two, 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 ones, twos. So I think that's that's pretty common. That's typically the answer is it's somewhere between, you know, a one and a half and a two and a half. Uh, a lot of times we as the entrepreneurs are the ones driving all of the progress in the business. 
And when things go wrong, we're the ones to step in and fix those problems. And so the goal of getting your business out of your brain is to really put that knowledge and empower your teammates so that they can grow the business, they can drive the business, and you can do just whatever you want to do, whatever you're good at, whatever you want to do. So I'm going to start with a quick video. Does anyone know who this guy is in the chat? Does anyone know who, who this is? Michael Gerber. There it is, Gerber. I don't know who said it, but yes, you got it. So Michael E. Gerber, he wrote a book called The E-Myth. I'm holding it in the picture there. I'll hold it up right here. This was the first business book that I ever read. Millions and millions of copies of this sold since the 1970s. There's been several versions. And what it teaches you is that by getting out of the day-to-day -day and working on your business instead of in your business, that's how you actually grow a company. So you've probably heard that cliche. Let's hear it from Michael himself for just a minute. So when I first started my own small business entrepreneurial career, there was one book that totally changed the course of my whole business. And it was this book, The E-Myth Revisited, by this guy, Michael E. Gerber. So Michael, if they haven't read the book, tell them why is documenting what you do in your business so crucial? Well, documenting what you do in your business is so crucial because unless you do document it, you don't own it. It just keeps on changing. So how in the world can you possibly replicate who you are and what you do in the way that you do it unless you have written it down and can share it with every single person in your company who's responsible for delivering the same result? Obviously, you can't do this. And understand, this isn't new. This is true at an Apple store. This is true at McDonald's. This is true at Google. This is true at every great growing company in the world. And that's the truth of it. Great growing companies document what they do and continue to improve upon that system so they can replicate it. Replicating it is critical. Absolutely critical, because at the heart of that, and you know this, because you do this, is your brand. How we do what we do is who we are, and that's true. All right, I'm going to stop right there. Michael could talk for an hour. If you've ever heard him speak, he could just keep going. But how you do what you do is who you are. And we're going to talk about that today, but I'll start with just really quickly who I am, my story and why I'm so talking I about this. So I started my first company when I was 14. It was a video production company that did youth sporting events, all kinds of sports, as well as cheerleading and dance. And what we did was I'd have a camera operator in the middle of the crowd filming whatever's going on on stage. And we would sell videos, either live streaming videos, VHS tapes a long time ago. DVDs, Blu-rays, until we were selling all the videos online. So I grew this business through high school, through college. I had a little editing bay where I went to university that I would edit these videos together. All of my roommates thought I had security cameras on their the bathrooms, and it was a very weird kind of setup. And then I would drive home on the weekends and ship out thousands and thousands of videos to countries around the world, New Zealand, Australia, everywhere that we had customers uh, that, that would attend these national events. So over 12 years, I built this business and we had trained over 300 camera operators to do events across all 50 states here in the US. And we built that business 
through consistency of process and training, online training. And in order to train the camera operators how to show up and film an event, I had to stitch together all of these different software tools. So maybe you've used some of these, but we had a password protected WordPress site for our training. We had documents from Google Drive and Dropbox. No. We had email sequences. We had a quiz builder on a form tool called Wufu. We had CRMs and databases where we would tag people on whether they were trained or not. And that's how we did it. Now, I wish that there was a system, a simple system that was all in one to do this. At the time, there wasn't. And so when I sold this business in 2013, I built a small consulting company. And we started going business to business, helping people refine their systems and processes and workflows and build their playbooks until we created Trainual as this prototype software. And so today we have people from over 25,000 companies in 183 countries that are documenting the policies and processes inside their business. And what we call it, what we call the whole system of your company is a business playbook registered here in the US. I don't know how to get a trademark in New Zealand. Maybe someone can help me over there uh, if you're in that, that field. But Let's talk about what a business playbook is. It's the name of my new book, and it breaks down into four parts, which will kind of frame the discussion here today. So first, every business has a profile. Just like you have a profile on social media, you might have a profile on a dating site, you have a profile for your business. It's your story, it's your values, it's your history, it what, it's what makes you unique, your vision and your mission. It's what makes all of our businesses different. Even if you and a competitor do the same thing, the thing that makes you different is who you are, is your business, and that's your profile. Next, every business has different people. And these people have different roles, responsibilities, backgrounds, skills. And if I was to come into any of your businesses, I'd want to meet your people to understand what your company is all about. After that, you have policies. This is what I believe Mike mentioned in the intro. Simple things like your employee handbook. And we'll talk about those. And then you have processes, and this is your standard operating procedures, how you do things, what makes uh, your step-by-step processes repeatable. So when you put those things together, your profile, your people, your policies, and your processes, that is your business playbook. And I promise you, if you can document these four things about your company, then you will get to number three on that list. You will be living your best life. Okay. So what we'll go through today is this list. First, some important principles that I think are are key for us to understand. After that, where to get started in your business, where you'll get the biggest return and what you should do first. Then we'll go through how to build your company profile, who's who and who does what in the people section of your playbook, the rules of the workplace, your policies, and then how to do things consistently every time. That's what we'll touch on through this. So if you have questions at any time, just chime in, put your audio on, speak up, or put it in the chat. I've got the chat up in front of me. So first, I want to ask you all in the chat here, what percentage of your business would you say is documented, is written down somewhere? If you had to guess, just throw a number into the chat here. What percentage is documented? Seventy, ten, sixty, zero, fifty, eighty, thirty, seventy, seventy-five, twenty to thirty, eighty. 
All right. Pretty good. No one says a hundred, which usually there's some people that say a hundred percent, absolutely hundred percent. And we'll talk about why that is, uh, I think not what you should be striving for. So first let's get to this first principle. It's a framework I started using right at the beginning of creating Trainual, and it's do it, document it, delegate it. The idea is really simple in a business, everything that you do, you are learning to do your experimenting the first time you do it. And those innovative ideas before their best practices are just something you try once for one customer. And then if the next day you do it the same way again, if you can start doing it consistently over and over, then it's time to document it. It's time to write it down so you can communicate it to someone else in your business. And once you write it down and create the instructions, then you can delegate it. You can give someone clear expectations of what they should do. Now, the problem a lot of businesses make is they'll start to write down the instructions before they have a consistent way of doing something. And then you end up throwing away the instructions because they're irrelevant. Or you delegate something to somebody before you set the expectation and you leave it for them to figure out. And that's what causes some friction between us and our employees when it's not done like we expect it, but we never told them how we expect it. And so if you can follow this system in your business, do it consistently, document it clearly, then delegate it. You can do this repeatedly over and over again. And it's kind of like brick by brick, building a more consistent, more mature business. And the cool thing is as you delegate it and empower someone else, they can create their own best practices and go back and re-document it, update the documentation. And that changes forever how everyone else does it in the business. So this is a cycle that continues. But the key point here, the principle I want to teach is that you shouldn't write things down until they're consistent. You should never have 100% of your business documented because if you do, that means you're not innovating. So I think the right balance is about 50%. If you have 50% of the stuff documented and consistent, and then the next 50% is innovation, pushing the envelope and coming up with new best practices, you're in pretty good shape. So the principle here, don't write the way until there is a right way. So I'll stop there just to see if we have any questions. Has anybody written down instructions, SOPs, and then had to throw them away? Has anyone avoided writing things down because they felt like, well, I don't know how to do this yet. It's not perfect. Yeah, I'm seeing some head nods. So don't write the way until there's a right way. Simple principle. Um, but it's something that when there is a right way, write it down. Put that brick in place. Okay. Next principle here. Do we have anyone on the call that is in real estate? Any real estate investors, entrepreneurs? I see a hand. Fletcher, if you were recommending, if someone wanted to build an asset, would you suggest that they buy or rent? Don't. Don't get into real estate. What was that? <laughs> I'm joking. Buy? Uh, yeah, long term, yeah. Buy. Okay. So I don't know if the real estate market is as crazy in New Zealand as it is here in Arizona, but I think everybody would kind of nod their heads and say, yes, if you want to build equity, if you want to build an asset, you would buy, not rent. So what I would encourage you to do is think about your payroll that you're paying your employees weekly, <laughs> monthly. Think of that payroll as either a rent payment or mortgage payment. Are you renting your employees' salaries, and you have nothing to show for it when they when they when they uh, leave. 
Or are you investing in your employees and capturing what they learn so that you have an asset to show for it when they leave? So the, the principle here is if you don't capture your employees' knowledge, you're just renting their salaries. You have nothing to show for it if those employees leave and go somewhere else. So think of all of that knowledge, all of that experience that you're paying for in your business as building an asset. And it's your job to make sure it's captured. All right, last principle here before we move on. Before starting Trainual, I mentioned I was consulting for other small growing companies. And one of those businesses was a preschool, a daycare center. So I used to go in and interview all of the people in a business to understand what was going on, these confidential interviews. And I remember one time I sat down with a teacher and it was during while the children were sleeping during their nap time. And we sat down on those tiny little children chairs and we started talking about her time with the business. She had been there 10 years. And the first thing she told me that she confided in me was that so many times over the last 10 years, she had gotten offers to work for the families and make more money than she could make working in the school. Or the daycare that opened up around the corner would pay her more money. And she didn't take those jobs. And so I'm thinking, wow, she's such a loyal employee. That's amazing. And she said, you know, if I took those jobs, this place would fall apart. This place would crumble. And so think about that burden that some of our key employees put on themselves, that they are not taking opportunities that are good for them because they feel indebted to the business, that they want to help us. And so the principle here is really for your team. And it's if they want to grow, they have to be able to let go of certain responsibilities. They have to be able to hand off what they do to someone else, to train someone else, because that's what creates the upward mobility for them to take on bigger responsibilities, to make more, to advance in their career, whether it's with your business or with someone else's business. And what I've found is that a lot of our employees are afraid to write down what they do or to hand off what they do because to them, it feels like job security. So this is a really important principle to get across to your team that the way that they grow in your business is to train others, is to move up the scale in terms of their own responsibilities. So to grow, you must let go. All right. So where do you start in your company? If you're tackling this, this project, where do you start? Simple RI, ROI, return on investment chart here. So on the left hand of the chart, you see the things that involve everyone in the company. If you can document things that are applicable to everyone in your business, that is where you get the highest ROI. Then you go to the biggest department in your company. Let's say you're a services business and you have a bunch of employees in the field doing a particular task. Start the training there because again, it has the widest impact. Then you go to the biggest teams and then you go to the roles that maybe have the greatest number of people operating in them. So think of that ROI chart as we go through this. It's the same way we laid the playbook book out in this way because a profile is something about your company that everyone needs to know. The people, their coworkers, are something that most people need to know. And then the policies and the processes start to get more narrow based on the team, based on the role. 
All right, so we're going to start with your company profile. And in a couple minutes, I'm going to ask for a volunteer. So if you like speaking, uh, please get ready to turn on your mic and come on here. But when we think about a profile, I like to tell this story from when I went to university. I went to a school called Bentley outside of Boston here in the U.S. And before I started my freshman year, I went to the campus for three days. And in those three days, I got to explore the dormitories I got to figure out how my meal card worked, where the cafeteria was. I got to find the library and learn how to book rooms. I got to meet my teachers and my guidance counselors. And by the time I left that orientation, I was wearing the hat and the t-shirt and so proud to be going to this school. And it reaffirmed that I made the right decision by the time I actually moved in. And so the thing to document first in your business is really that orientation to your business. And if you don't have one yet, if you don't have one just yet, I'm gonna break it down into five steps for you to start. So the first one is really easy. This is just a simple welcome to the company. Now, if you have more than let's say 10 or 20 people working for your business, chances are you're not going to be the one training every person that starts in the business. And you may not even be there on everyone's first day, or maybe you're sick. But who do you want to tell the story of the business and to welcome that new hire into the business? So if you can record a simple welcome, it sounds a little something like this. Hey everyone, I'm Chris, and I'm so glad that you decided to choose our company for where you're gonna work. If you've made it this far, it means you went through our whole interview process and we like you and you like us, and I can't wait to work together. In the next couple of days, you're going to learn all about the business, the people that work here, what we expect of you. And we'll sit down and talk about expectations for your first 90 days. But if you have any questions, reach out to me anytime on Slack or email. Here's my contact info. Can't wait to meet you in person. Something really simple like that. It's a video that you can record with your mobile device, with your webcam, and put into your orientation process to just give a personal welcome to the person you're bringing on. So that's number one, welcome to the company. Number two, your mission, vision, and values. I know EO focuses a lot on this, so hopefully you all have some form of mission, vision, values written down. Really important to show people up front. Next is your founding story. So if I met with any of you one-on-one, -on -one, I would ask you, why did you start your business? Did you work for a competitor and there was something you could do better? Did you start this out of school? It was it a family business. Why this? Why this industry? And this is kind of like when you go to a concert and the band gets sick of playing their greatest hits. It's like you've told this story so many times to people that as you bring on more people, you could kind of get a little fatigue and not want to tell the story anymore. So do yourself a favor and record it, write it down or record a video and just share your story start to finish. So people can hear it once and it'll be great. After that, what do you sell your products or your services? This is really simple, but you want everyone in the business, regardless of their role to understand what you do and how to explain what you do. So think of it as an elevator pitch or a menu of services. And then finally, your business model. So if you think about how a dollar flows through your company from how you market and sell to how you perform the services or ship the products, how you charge for them, how you retain customers, map out that whole introductory process start to finish because it really is just good context for the people that you hire. All right, I'm going to stop here. And this is where I'll ask for 
a volunteer. So does someone want to come on and just do a, a quick 30 second thing with me? Or I will pick someone. Let's see. No volunteers. Well, then I pick Susan. <laughs> she was smiling, so I'm sorry. I pick you. Come on on. Don't know if I'm the best choice for this. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So, so what I want you to demonstrate is how simple it is to just welcome someone to the company. I gave an example there at the beginning where it was just welcoming a new employee. So if I gave you one take, yep. 30 seconds, welcome mm -hmm. a new employee and go. Welcome to Optimism. We are so glad that you've joined us. Uh, we can't wait for you to uh, come on for the first day. We're at a really exciting stage in our company and where we need great people. And yeah, we're so glad that you chose us. I can't wait to meet you and introduce the rest. But until then, enjoy the induction app and you'll get to learn all about our company. See you soon. Woo! All right, everybody needs to give her a round of applause. I think you did better than me. This is what we do. Sorry. <laughs> Fantastic. I couldn't have picked anyone better. So the point there is to show you that there are all different ways to document something, to record something. And a simple 30 second video like that is just as good as sitting down and writing pages and pages of content. And so when you're documenting, when you think about making your playbook, use whatever format works best for you. It can be voice with just an audio file. It can be a video. It can be a screen recording of what's going on on your screen, or it can be written text. So however you like conveying information, that's how you should document your business. But thank you, Susan. Incredible example. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.